All right, joining us on Restore the Floor, and I can't believe it's been 20 years because he spent two years here with the Pistons and was one of the most popular players in that little era under Rick Carlisle. Uh, Mark Champion gave, I believe it was Champion, who gave the subs the nickname the Alternators. Ladies and gentlemen, John Barry. What's up, JB? Oh, man, 20 years. Yeah, right? You're 2003. Making, you're making me feel even old. Making me feel even older. Yeah, well, you're not you're not as old as me, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think. I, yeah, I watched you as a kid when I was in Detroit. That's that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. So, what have you you've been up to? Just uh, enjoying uh, the lady still in Atlanta, just hanging out, playing golf. Yeah. So, uh, I, I've been done. What? This is my second year out uh, after 14 years of broadcasting and 14 years of playing. Um. You know, so up to that point, two years ago, every year of my life had something to do with the NBA. You know, obviously being born with my dad playing at the time. And so that was a, that was a long time. So trying something new, a little golf, uh, back and forth, Atlanta, L.A., and hanging out. Still watching, though. I, I, you know, I say I want to be done with it, but I'm not. Well, let's like, talk You know, up late last night watching the Lakers and, and the Denver game and Still, still, still exciting to me. Yeah. So well, let's talk about the playoffs going now. Before we go back, to, go to the the glory days here at the in, in Detroit. What, what do you think of the series so far? Uh, to me, last the, the game Thursday night was you know, obviously Murray was unbelievable, and the fact that they could win a game without a Jokic scoring a point in the fourth quarter is amazing to me. It is. Uh, I mean, they're good. I, I I think they're the best team that's still going. Um, you know, but the Lakers, man, give them credit, you know, buried the first game down 21 in the third quarter and come back and have a one possession game. And then last night I had an opportunity. I thought LeBron, he looked really fatigued, uh, you know, missed a layup there late. That would have been big. And uh, they've given themselves a chance, um, you know, amazing where they came from. You remember they were dead and buried after the first two weeks of the season. Yeah. And, you know, some guys they brought in that played great. Austin Reeves, I mean, this kid, uh, out of nowhere, just playing terrific basketball, and uh, uh, they, they got a shot. I mean, obviously, two nothing down. The, the series is not over, but they go home, and obviously, they got to win one of two, or they're in big trouble. Now, I've always been curious. As just a basketball fan, I can openly root against a certain player, i.e., LeBron James. I never want to see him win again. That's well, because you're a Jordan. Because he's a Jordan suck up. That's well, why. that and I hated well, that he killed that Pistons team in 08, Right? right. He just killed him, dismantled him. Twenty nine in a row. Yeah, twenty nine in a row. He yeah. yeah. As a Jordan fan, that killed me. So whatever. Anyway, so now that you stepped away as a broadcaster, you're just a fan from the outside looking in. Is there anybody that you root against or a team you root against? I mean, you're still a fan, right? Uh, yeah, I'm a fan. Look, I, uh, you know, the Lebr uh, everybody always wants to talk about the LeBron Michael Jordan debate, yeah. and you know, I, I put it to bed right away because I'm Jordan all the way, and <laughs> that'll never that'll never change, um, regardless of what happens now. Um, he's the best ever. If I had one game to win, there's no question that that's the guy I take. Um, I, you know. I'm not one of the old guys that say, well, you know, back in our day, these guys couldn't play. The game's different, you know, and every pro sport is different. Uh, you, you look at baseball, it's been around forever, and now we got a pitch clock, and we've got guys going to second base in the extra innings. I mean, things change. That's the way it is. The game's totally different. It's not nearly as physical. Uh, they wanted scoring. That's what, the, that's what the league wanted to do, and that's what it is. 
You know, so I could say easily, Michael Jordan would average 45 points a game. You know, nowadays, you can't touch him. Uh, imagine what he went through. You guys know what he went yes. through in Detroit and in Indiana and in New York. I mean, in the paint, he was on his back. Uh, you just don't see that. That's just not the way the game's played. But, um, no, you know, I don't I, – I, I, think these guys are great i love watching steph curry it's just it's a different game i do wish i was playing now i could probably be a much more valuable player than i was because all you got to do is be able to do one thing and yes. that's shoot the basketball i mean you know you look at duncan robinson has a 110 million dollar contract you know the guy barely <laughs> got off the bench this year and all he does is shoot you know and hey, good for him i mean that's the way it is and it's a different game i i do enjoy the game from when it was in the 90s it's just it was much more strategy we had people posting up you know the five men was a post-up guy the four men was a tough guy didn't score just beat people up you know the threes and the twos were the scorers and the point guards were point guards they passed the ball you know how many possessions you see now there's no passes they come down and high screen and roll everybody switches and then get out of the way Shoot a three or shoot a layup. If you did that, Carlisle would have you on your on the, on the bench in two seconds. <laughs> well, he did anyway. But uh, <laughs> no, it's a, it's a different game. But uh, you know, look, I respect the athletes. They're they're unbelievable. Uh, the skill that they have. It's just uh, it's a different game, and uh, you know, I still enjoy it. But I, I do enjoy the '90s, and that 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 was uh, what I'm always going to enjoy. Now, on the heels of what Stoney said about getting sent to the bench for taking a bad shot, when you were playing, how many guys had a green light from three like they do now? It Maybe five? Oh, gosh. I mean, you know, I, I went back and looked. I looked at, the, I think it was like 1986 or seven, Lakers-Celtics uh, final game. You know how many threes were taken in the game? I'm going to guess none by the question. <laughs> well, no, I mean, there, there were seven threes taken in Jesus. the game. Jesus. Seven. I mean, Steph Curry shoots – 13 a game uh you know so it's totally different yeah but green light no i mean certainly not early in the clock uh, (laughs) you had a green light you know i mean like hey two on ones result in threes you know three on one fast breaks or three point shots people don't run for the automatic two they go for the whatever the league average is i don't know what it is some probably somewhere around 30 percent but they rather take a three and that's just uh, the way it is. And 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 the coach after the like the Missoula after the, one of the Celtics games, you know, we didn't shoot enough threes. You know, he only shot twenty some threes. It's like, <laughs> oh my god! Right. And you mentioned, you know, the back the the eighty, you know, the Celtics Lakers. I look back, they had that. You, you would know the, um, you know, you weren't playing then when the Pistons and the Nuggets had the highest scoring game ever. Like, mm-hmm. One seventy-six, one seventy-four, whatever it was. Like I think there was a total of three or four sh- three pointers in that whole game. <laughs> Yeah, maybe Michael Adams for Denver. I think Isaiah. I think Isaiah took three of them for for the Pistons. Yeah, I mean, no, it's just it, it's totally changed the game, and uh, you know, whatever. If, if you like it, you do. If you don't, you don't. No, it's just the way it is. Now, for, for you, when obviously you know you're playing here, but playing Sacramento uh, with, with Weber and 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 those guys, you had a, a really good team. Couldn't get over the hump with the the Lakers. Did you have a sense of satisfaction? I don't know. It's not like college alumni and ever, but seeing uh, Sacramento do so well this year. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it's, it's an unbelievable fan base. Uh, it's the only show in town uh, other than AAA baseball. Um, people, people get behind you. I mean, we, we were rock stars out there. It was crazy. I mean, we, we had just went to the playoffs. We lost in the first round of Utah and we had thousands of people at the airport when we got home <laughs> in a game five. <laughs> 
I, I ran over some guy's foot, apparently. I got, I got called from the police. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? I'm in a caravan here. We're in a convoy. We're just putting out of the of the airport. <laughs> some guy called in and said I ran over his foot. Uh, but that's the way they were. That's, that's a first-round loss. I mean, what town would do that? First round, that's how, that's how rabid they are. I mean, and some great runs out there. And like you said, barely, barely couldn't get past the Lakers. Uh, but, yeah, it was great to see. I mean, Mike Brown did a hell of a job with that team. And uh, they've got a really bright future. Uh, Darren Fox is just unbelievable how good yeah, he is. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Well, this shows we can go with the fifth pick of the draft. Maybe the Pistons. <laughs> did you watch that thing the other night? I didn't watch. I, I know my brother. My brother's with the Spurs front office. So oh. I, I texted him. As I bet he's happy. The, the big, wow, yeah. He showed me the video of them watching, and they went crazy, obviously. So, what, 1997, they get Duncan. Yeah. And look at look what their franchise did in those 20 years, and now they get this kid who could be uh, – God knows what this kid's going to be. I mean, he looks amazing on the highlights that I've seen. Well, we'll go back to 20 years ago when you played here. I remember, you know, talking to you after the game – the round before the the Nets say you guys are four you know wins away from getting to the NBA Finals and then they ended up sweeping you. But in that series, you got to see Darko work out, and I remember you guys were down and you said something like, "I wish we could use him now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we practice at uh, some like FBI school in New York, uh, and they had an alternate gym, so there's two gyms and. We got done practicing, and Joe Dumars came over and goes, hey, come over here, watch this. We got Darko over here working him out. So I, I don't know how many of our, uh, a few of us went over there just to watch him work out. And, you know, he, he looked obviously impressive. It's really not that hard if there's no one guarding you in a gym. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Joe was like, this is the next thing, and blah, blah, blah. He was so excited, and obviously that didn't pan out. I feel bad for the kid, but he certainly looked good at the uh, FBI gym. <laughs> Maybe that was the highlight of his career. Now, don't you think, like, 20 years later, if Darko was to come into the draft this year, his career would have been completely different just based on the type of basketball that he could play? He could step out some. Right, he would have played against yeah. better competition than, than he did then, sure. too. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, the game's totally different. And, you know, most of the European guys that are big, you know, have great skill. So, you know, back in the day when you can muck up the game, you can take a guy out of the game like that. But now, you know, you step out, it's so much spacing and shooting so uh, so paramount to be, you know, so important. Uh, yeah, he'd, he'd be a totally different player. And, I mean, you look at this guy, Jokic. Are you kidding me? Like, that that was the MVP. You, you, you tell me you want Embiid or Jokic. How, how could you not take Jokic? Sorry, Stoney. I know. I, 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 this <laughs> I mean, year, I, for me, it's not even close. Right. I mean, what that guy does, what he did in that first quarter the other night, in the first game. I know. I mean, like fifteen and fifteen or something ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, he, he just, but he he makes his team better. That's what an MVP is to me. Yeah, and he, I mean, he's incredible. I think they have the number one offense in the NBA, and they have the worst when he's off the floor, <laughs> offensive efficiency. I mean, for me, that tells you right there that that guy's the MVP. Hey, when, when you look back on your, your, your couple years here, like I mentioned, you know, you made it to the Eastern Conference Finals the year before when I remember beating Toronto in that, in that series. The Palace was just rocking, and obviously we know what happened when, when they went on the runs, when they won the title, and then six straight Final Fours. You were part of one of them. I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, well, I, I, I know, but, you know. Because, my greatest disappointment in my career. Well, yeah, you, yeah, Larry Brown let you go. Yeah, well, I think I have 
I think I know what happened. I'll leave it to myself, but uh, that was uh, that that hurt. You know, I was ha- obviously very happy for all my teammates right. the year after I left, and but uh, you know, I felt like I, I was part of the building process, and you know, you you want to get the the finishing touch, but uh, I didn't get that obviously. So was that hard for Addition you? Addition by subtraction, Stoney. Addition by subtraction. <laughs> was that hard for you to to watch, or do you not watch? I know I'm a very bitter person, and I wouldn't have watched that. Was that hard <laughs> um, for you? You know, I didn't see the last game. I, I remember watching a little, but I yeah, I couldn't sit down and watch. Um, you know, someone even told me that. I think Larry Brown, and after the game, said like he mentioned my name, yeah. and Mike Curry, and a couple of guys that that were there for the building process, which was nice, but. It uh, would have been nice if uh, he wanted me back because <laughs> I was a free agent right. uh, at, at the time. And I had, you know, I had two good years. Uh, I, I think I was second in the NBA in three-point shooting uh, one of those years and whatever. But but it was part of the start, and like I said, you you know the palace was crazy when when you played when you when you came on, you saw the the beginnings of the Ben Wallace, and did you ever think that he would be what he became? No, it was pretty incredible, you know, the impact that he could put on a game with basically having no offensive skills. Uh, I mean, ne- never – I don't know that he ever had a play called for him unless we were up 20 and we're like, we got, we got to feed Ben just to make him feel happy. Right. Uh, you know, and ben, ben, you know, in practice, all he would do is shoot threes with this big ball. There, there There's a training aid that this ball is like twice the size of a regular size basketball. And he would just be out there firing threes. That's all he would do. Because he, he knew what his job was, yeah, you know. Yeah. And he 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 knew what he knew what he was out there for. And it wasn't to score the basketball. And you guys were tough. I mean, you you I had those. How games. did we win? By the way, how did we even win? I know because you held teams I mean, to seventy-two at, points, right? <laughs> well, yeah, well, I mean, well, it's like the, the year before. I think they won twenty-eight games or right. something like that. Yeah. And then we go to 52 years in a row. Right. I mean, we bring in Cliff Robinson from Phoenix, who was terrific. Um, you know, we get what? Chucky Atkins comes in. We get Damon Jones off the scrap. You, you got Cor- Corliss, uh, right? We get Corliss to come in. Zabracha. Yeah, Zelko. Look, our second unit was great. I know. I mean, we were really good, and uh, it just—it was amazing. Tayshon sat on the bench for the better part of his rookie year till we played him late, and you know he he became an, an incredible player, and it was amazing. And to get to Eastern Conference Final in, in two short years was uh, was quite an accomplishment. Well, it's funny everybody rips Doc Rivers for you know blowing three one leads. I mean, you're one of them, right? He, yep. he, he yeah. Took, and he, and well, you guys you remember McGrady? They went up. They went up 3-1, and McGrady says, it feels good to be in the second round. Yeah, I know. And we, we, all, we all said, excuse me? Okay. And then I believe we proceeded to win uh, all three games by 15 or more. Like, we, we put it on them. All right, so you said something interesting. Like, how the hell did we get so good? How the hell can the Pistons right now get so good? Because <laughs> right now they're, they're, they have some nice young pieces and then a bunch of meh. Yeah. How do they yeah. become good? Yeah, well, you need a dude. Mm-hmm. You know, you need a guy. Um, if you look at every NBA champion, you know, maybe besides the 2004, and and certainly not discrediting Chauncey and Rashid and Rip and, and those guys, but uh, you, you got to have 
two guys now, right? I mean, you can't do it alone. Right. You know, it's got to be two guys. If you look at every team going back to whatever, 2004, I mean, that's a long time. There's two guys that are all-star players that are franchise-type players. That's how you have to win. So is Cunningham one of those guys? Obviously, uh, I haven't seen enough. Uh, he looked good a couple of years ago. Uh, but you, you, you've got to have two guys, and that's just the bottom line. I mean, well, Miami only has one, right? Although, you know, Bam's playing good. And they're getting great. They're as close to the 04 yeah. Pistons as there is, right? Right now. I agree. Yeah. If they had Hero, I mean, that's that, that, that makeup is very similar uh, to the 2004 Pistons for sure. Uh, Jimmy Butler is playing, obviously, uh, terrific. But look, they got a long way to go. They stole a game. Uh, I still believe Boston's the better team. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, Eric Spolstra, one of the top five coaches in the league, and there's no doubt about it. He's incredible. When you see what Carlisle, I mean, he won, he won a championship after he left left here. He kind of got uh, – you can't say he got screwed because they brought Larry in and, uh, you know, they, they, they won. But uh, do you still keep in touch with him? Do you think he's – has he become the coach you thought when he, you played for him? Because you, you were part of his first ever head coaching experience. Yeah, no, um, just – just seeing him throughout my broadcasting, you know, after I was done. Uh, but other than that, no. Um, you know, that, that, by the way, that him winning in Dallas was quite an upset. Yes. I mean, that was the fir- first year the Heat got together, right, with uh, LeBron and Wade and uh, Bosch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that was a major upset, really. And, you know, going back to, like, LeBron, Michael, take a look at LeBron's stats in that series. And that's why I go Michael Jordan, because when – it doesn't get any bigger than uh, the NBA Finals. Uh, he w- pulled the disappearing act. I mean, he was bad. Couple more and things. Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan was never bad. <laughs> you know, Michael never had under twenty points in an NBA Finals game. I think he played like thirty-eight of them. You know, MVP, won all six. Mm-hmm. And he and he was still pretty good when he played for the Wizards. I mean, he wasn't bad. He twenty a game. He was forty years old. <laughs> I mean, yeah. how, that's okay. He played thirty-eight minutes a night. I mean. No, I mean, it's not even a question for me. Uh, John, I die on some weird hills here, and this is one that I'm willing to die on. About your former teammate, Tayshaun Prince, I see the likes of Chauncey, Rip, Ben Wallace all up in the rafters at LCA here. You think Tayshaun's number should go up there as well? Wow. I mean, I feel wow. like he was just as important to those championships as the other three. Yeah, you know, it, look, it's up to the franchise to do what they want. I mean, you know, I, I've seen some jerseys up in places that are quite surprising. Um, Vinny Johnson. They can do whatever you want. Yeah, I know. No, I mean, look, yeah, uh, you know, it was one title, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Does that warrant it? I mean, Pal Gasol just went up in L.A., and I should kind of shook my head at that. Yeah, because it's the Lakers. I mean, he he actually played more. The Lakers, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if, that was the, if that was the Kings. Yes. Okay, but, like, Okay, he won two titles, I believe, with with Kobe. But like, uh, he he only spent what four four or five years at the club. Yeah, you know. So to me, it's more of a you know how long your tenure is. It, you know, if you if your team did win a championship, then I think that warrants it. And you know, Tayshawn was there for what most of his career. I think he went somewhere. Didn't he go to Memphis or something? Yeah, maybe then late. He, then he came back. But whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, your franchise has the right to do what you want. I mean, Bruce Bowen's up in San Antonio. Sure. But they won four times. So, All right, let's, all right, well, let's take I mean, this full circle for a second. We started talking about your golf game. Where's your handicap? Where, where are we looking to get this year? Man, I, 
you won't believe I just shot a 62 on Tuesday. What? Yeah, I was uh, I was 10 under through 14 holes, and then we got rained out. Um, and so, you know, in, instead of going into the clubhouse and every you know people going, man, that great playing, JB. Post that. That's all everybody said. Post that score. Yeah. That's so where's that handy said. at then? Fedor yeah, well, brought it down. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm a plus. Uh, probably plus one right now, something like that. He just sticks. But I hated the punching that sixty-two into the gin was not fun. <laughs> yeah, well, I did not want to post that score. Sony shot sixty-two on nine the other yeah. day. Hey, I'm a, tw- <laughs> I'm a, I'm a twenty-one point five baby. I love it, but I suck. Evan's pretty good. Yeah, I'm a fourteen, hey, well, but I'm not a one. Yeah. Yeah, the, the key is if you want to shoot lower scores, play less holes. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, I mean you're good. Hey, get the 14, you know, you're around 68, shut it down. So are we going to see you in Tahoe this year? No, I can't get in. I, I don't have any celebrity status. Oh, come on. They're, you're more famous than some of those guys. Yeah, Mark Mulder's uh, out I, well, there. Like, nobody remembers Mark Mulder. Yeah, it's kind of a, a grandfather thing. People have been in. Um, I did play twice when I played for the Kings, uh, but back then I wasn't very good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they they get a laundry list of guys that want to get in that, so it, it's a tough one to do. But I would certainly welcome going out there. That'd be fun. Do they do they have a tour? St- they did for a little bit where they had like five or six stops. Do they do that anymore? Or is it just the one? Yeah, thing? They, no, no more. They used to have. Uh, yeah, I mean, I did it when I first got out of the league. They had, they had probably eight, nine, ten events, and uh, they're they're pretty much done. What's your favorite course here in Michigan? Well, what I so I used to play um, Warwick Hills a lot. Okay. I enjoyed Warwick Hills. Um, I didn't. I went to Treetops. I, I, Treetops is awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. That's yeah, a, that's a, that's a cool place. Yeah, you probably. And then what is the one? Win, Win, Windsor. There's Wingate. Wingate, yeah, yeah. So Wingate was on the way to the palace from my house. Right. So I used to stop off there, but uh, you know the sun wasn't out much when I, uh, you know, during our season. <laughs> that's so true. I played, very few and far between that I play golf when I was in Detroit. So what had more pressure, shooting a free throw, 10 seconds left in the game, or teeing it up on one with people on either side of the fairway? Oh, yeah. No question, the golf. No question. <laughs> so you, no haven't play, you haven't played Oakland Hills yet, huh? Yeah, I played Oakland Hills. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's terrific. I heard Bloomfield Hills is even better. Yes. It's, it's the, hard. They say, well, the Oakland Hills, they redid the south course. So they're going to have the open, uh, what, in about seven or eight years, I think? Something like oh, that, they yeah. the U.S. Open? Yeah, in about seven or oh, eight nice. years again, yeah. so. Yeah, I remember they had Ryder Cup there, didn't they? Or, yep. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, we, yeah got, we got killed. Well, Hal Sutton was running the show. Let, let, let's put Tiger and Phil together. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Good Lord. I know. That uh, was terrible. Yes. So uh, who do you think the Pistons, or what type of coach do you think the Pistons should should get? I mean, right now they talk about the three leading candidates – Charles Lee, who's an assistant in Milwaukee, Kevin okay. Ollie, which I can't figure out for the life of me, and wow. uh, and Jaron Collins. No, no. See, I, I got to go with a veteran coach. You know, I, I know it's a lot of recycling, but I, I, I need a veteran coach. It's a young group. Um, I, I think they have to learn. They've got to learn how to play the game. And, yeah, I, I'd go with some sort of veteran coach. What about Mark Jackson? Does, does, does Mark Jackson have any life left? As a well, coach? apparently, he, apparently he's uh, interviewing for Milwaukee. I don't think that he'll get the job, but um, you know, he did a good job with Golden State. I yeah. mean, again, that was kind of a, a Rick Carlisle type thing—get him on the right step, you know, right path. And right. Steve Kirkman's in, and then they roll. 
so, yeah, I mean, he's a guy that is kind of a no-nonsense guy, played for Pat Riley, um, He, you know, defensive-oriented guy, and uh, maybe maybe that would be the right play. They got some nice pieces. Like I said, though, you need a guy. And unfortunately, they got screwed in the lottery. And the fifth pick, I you know, I don't follow. I have no idea who's coming out other than that big guy. I couldn't, right. couldn't tell you one other name. Um, so you, but, don't fo- you, know, you don't follow I mean, Georgia Tech anymore, huh? We haven't been in the tournament since uh, 1992. I, I don't know. I mean, no, uh, yeah, we're we're not too good. But uh, you know, they got some. I, I liked Ivy, and I thought Dur- Duran or whatever yeah. his name is, is, is is you know they're two real good athletic kids, and uh, you know Cunningham, if he pans out to be as good as uh, they hope, uh, you know maybe they get a nice piece or you go get a nice free agent, and then. Uh, I think get a veteran coach, and then they could be on their way. Go get Austin Reeves, somebody who can shoot from the outside. You want to pay $50 million, though, for him? No, probably 50? not. <laughs> it's going to be more than that. <laughs> that. Well, that's what I was reading, is that the Lakers were afraid that teams were going to overpay for him and they wouldn't be able to well, retain I think him. That's, yeah, I think 50 is all the Lakers can pay. But oh, okay. Someone, someone might throw out, you know, 100. Oof. Wow. If Duncan Robinson makes 110, Austin Reeves should make 220. <laughs> No doubt. Hey, John, it was great catching up with you. Uh, maybe I'll do it again next year. And uh, Have you been to Little Caesars Arena yet? Uh, I did one game there. Okay. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. That's, beautiful. Be, be, now, you know, just hopefully yeah, you just want people to come back. Cause it, like you said, man, that, that palace, when we started that run in whatever, 01 or 02, whatever it was, yeah. uh, that, was a, that was a pretty fun stretch. Yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys, people forget you were the top seed of the East. And mm-hmm. uh, well, I think uh, Chauncey missed a shot at the buzzer in game one, and then you guys never recovered from that, right? Yeah, with the Nets. Yeah. yeah. Jason Kidd hit a game winner, and uh, we kind of lost our, our, our momentum. But uh, it was still a pretty good time for the Pistons, and uh, hopefully they can get it back soon. All right, John, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. My pleasure, guys.